1: Listen to Woke F Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Big Bang and DJ Scream bring you Big Facts, the hottest podcast in the streets. Visit the new website today, www.bigfactspod.com.
3: Live from First Class Sounds, it's the voice of DJ Scream. Big Bank is here. Baby Jade is here. It's time Hi. for another edition of Big Facts. And this is a special Big Facts because we talk about this all the time. We talk about like body alterations and plastic surgery. And today we have not one of the best, but the best in the game, in the building, Goes Plastic Surgery
4: Shout it's out to the Dr. D. Wow. You know what I'm
3: saying Thank you for having me guys goes. Yep hey. Yep Absolutely what's, what's up everybody First off how's everybody feeling Everybody's good We gotta do a vibe check on Big Facts Everybody's feeling well
4: Everybody okay
3: Exceptional Yeah, yeah. Okay yes. So I'm gonna kind of jump straight into it Um You know, me and my wife and me and some of my family members talk about plastic surgery a lot. And and, and there's a lot of things that go along with plastic surgery that make me a little bit uneasy, such as uh, some people don't come back with the same health as before plastic surgery. Some people actually pass away. And there's there's a lot of, I guess you could say, like side effects and things that can happen. So for a person that's uneasy about plastic surgery or has a preconceived notion that or knowledge be a bad thing might be a bad thing i guess what's the first thing you would say to someone like that
5: well it's it's obviously a surgical world mm-hmm. but we don't look at it like that we we'll look at it as a. Uh, beauty world body transformation world our motto is completely different we trying to bring an accent more on a body image and self-esteem and that's what we bring to the table as per surgical world yes it is a surgical world and there are surgical procedures seriously done so we look at it from also a serious perspective obviously um and treat them as such but for our customers we'd like to present it as a self-esteem procedure as a body image we try to create goals as a basically like a lounge and cosmetic aesthetic lounge that's what we're trying to bring there
4: so basically like when when you're saying that it's like a body transformation palace and you guys really try to maintain your procedures is it a situation where you try to like change the person's body or do you kind of try to like keep what they have and just accentuate it.
5: Well, basically, everybody born with already preset, baseline. I mean, when you're born, you have a certain body type, you have a certain um, a I frame, would say body basically. personality, I would say, yeah. which made out of bones and other tissues, not just fat. So what we're trying to do is to find the best approach to that particular body and to refine that image of the body has already. Um, since everybody is different and everybody's body is different, mm-hmm. structurally different, I'm not even talking about into ethnicity right now, but every individual body has its differences. So with each procedure being carefully tailored to that particular body image, okay. you know, and we're trying to improve actually what the patient already have. I've been telling my patients all the way. I mean, you're born beautiful. I mean, whatever God's created, God created <laughs> beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot, you cannot argue that fact. Mm-hmm. That's what a very tra-
4: diplomatic yes. answer. <laughs> so we,
5: what we're trying to do is just to improve your personal view of it
4: right how long right. How,
5: how long you been doing this sir? oh i've been doing it for 15 years already mm. so when when did the market just start booming for bbls like i would say about five six years ago the marketing started booming for the bbls and it's been a good trend since then and there are people coming more and more asking for that procedure so about yeah five years what's it's the biggest people, city what you think the biggest city is Biggest what? the city
2: i'm saying what city you think um oh. The Make the most money off of uh, surgery. I,
5: uh, I would say probably New York. Mm. But Atlanta is new and coming and running already and operational. We do a lot, plenty of procedures in Atlanta.
4: And you guys have practices in New
5: York, correct? Yeah, we have three medical or surgical units in New York and in New Jersey. And then... So we have one in Bronx. We have one in Harlem. We have one in New Jersey, in Richfield. So we have already three surgical units. And it's actually originated and started in
4: Wow, but like typically like speaking speaking of new york like you used to only hear about like the surgeries and you know the things like that like on like like uptown like on the richer parts of you know i'm saying new york so I what made what you guys want to and that's what, be stationed what, wow, in from stationed For absolutely. lack of for a better way to put it
5: absolutely and from day one we started to bring affordable procedure to the to the to the okay. public. Mm-hmm. And that's what our motto been from the day one. And, uh, we're staying by that even right now. And, uh, exactly. That's, that's why we started. We were the first one to actually move the plastic surgery facility in, in Harlem and then later oh, really? to the Bronx. Yes. We opened in Harlem about four years ago. And since then, we've been running that successfully in that practice in there. And I'm very happy about that location. Uh, In fact, we right now have already two and a third location coming in Harlem. Okay. So what's the most popular search? the most popular surgery 95 percent of our procedures is our liposuctions and bbls um which is and we do it as a flex scalp and this is the procedure created by goals during for the past five six years of developing and a flex is a new procedure that we introduce What's the that? the flex scalp is a unique procedure and technique that used to remove basically 85 to 90 percent of your body fat of the areas that' been Used for the procedure in one session. You just need one session for this.
4: And how does how does the the flex sculpt procedure differentiate from traditional liposuction?
5: Mm-hmm. We well oh, from traditional liposuction differentiate in a matter of starting with anesthesia. Anesthesia is uh, local. That means patient is awake during procedure. So patients 100% awake, talking to the doctors, see who's doing his surgery actually in front of him. Uh, we put music. We try to make it a little bit non-surgical way of doing it. We put the music in the room. We have TV in every room. We ask people what they want to listen to, which music. They talk to the doctor. They listen to the music. And the procedure becomes literally bliss. It's just like two hours and it's all done. Do most people prefer to stay woke? I think we, we prefer them to stay awake for the reason of this flex skull procedure because in uh, traditional anesthesia and traditional liposuction and traditional surgery, it is general anesthesia and the, the humongous differences between the two. Uh, what are the on, differences? Under general anesthesia, you basically get intubated. Your body gets paralyzed, temporarily and flaccid. And uh, technically speaking, you don't even know who is doing the procedure behind this. You know, so general
4: anesthesia is when you go all the way under and you're completely out of absolutely it. Absolutely
5: out. Okay. Okay. And you require it. lots uh-huh. of medication going inside your body. A recovery becomes much longer. Our patient going home in 40 minutes, literally walking, literally walking off the table. And we check their vital signs, make sure they're okay. And that's it, they leave the office. Um, and that's what
4: the local anesthesia that recovery, recovery
5: time also is a huge difference because with the local anesthesia, it's one, two days, and you're back and up and running and doing up to your business. Mm-hmm. You have a little bit of soreness, but nothing more like that. In the general anesthesia, you have to recover all this bunch of medications that have been placed during anesthesia. And it produces vomiting, it produces headaches, it produces all kind of uncomfort uh, way longer, about weeks after procedure. You ever, you ever had a dude try to get a BBS? <laughs> you, you tried to do it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, have you ever had a dude try to come get a BBS? Yeah. <laughs>
6: Very frequently Very frequently yeah. Very frequently like, Very frequently Absolutely Yes we cater no. to them as well Yes we can do The no. Have you, no. Have you no. Hold
4: on Hold on so, so you guys have actually performed a,
6: a butt procedure thing On a man Absolutely Oh, yep. not yep. one Liposuction fat multiple. transfer Yes And they're some of the most beautiful bodies On a man Absolutely
5: And you have to understand Fuck It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's body <laughs> We're coming back again To the body image I mean Men I Like I've been saying Also humans you know so they also to do I'm the saying, same procedure like, so they they put the, they put the fat in the air yes literally, Some don't. quite literally S- we, we take it from the body and uh, right away transfer it back into the, to the to the designated area, I would say, and that area become plump and <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm.
6: Some men also come in for ab etching, just lipo. Say if they have love handles and oh, different they areas, they're not mentioned. able to we address. See, yes, we do ab etching we, as well. We so see
3: so we're, it, we seeing more of that in the hip hop in the hip hop community. Yeah, people what? getting certain uh, Light, some people
6: lipo and
4: six pack. Yeah. You know stuff like that. It's a lot of rappers doing it.
3: So let, let me let me, let, let me ask you what's what's the what's so 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 people will know, you know, a lot of times people wanna um take shortcuts and save money and so forth, right? So Explain to them the importance of coming to an established, establishment like goals as opposed to just taking a flight to uh, a small country, Dominican, third world country, country it.
5: We make it as the number one is that we're making it affordable Mm -hmm. to almost uh, everybody. Got you. That's, that's, that's the most important part. That, that's why, that's why we're so successful in, in that respect. Another thing is we are have a unique way of doing the procedure. And the scalp is a unique mm-hmm. procedure that again, been developed for years. Mm. It's from one perspective it's for the comfort of the patient mm. and from another it's for quality of the result. Mm. The quality result is very important because we started from that. I mean, we've been talking about body dysmorphic disorder or body image of the patient. And mm. ultimately it leads to self-esteem. So all these procedures and technique are going forward that way, in that channel, to change the body image of the person, so the procedure is designed in that way that it's very easily tolerable by the patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally a couple of hours. It's, that's all it takes, and we try to make it as comfortable. And the doctor has been accommodating during procedure. Mm-hmm. So it uses specialized cannula and it uses power assist, even with administering fat. Um, when I started in this country doing BBLs, we've been using injection with a syringe, and it took me about forty-five minutes to one hour of hard work, piece by piece, to add that fat, precious fat, to the body. Right now the. The, and procedure, obviously, 45 minutes for the patients, too. So, right now, the procedure literally of the BBL part takes literally 15, 20 minutes with our technique. Yeah. And uh, it's well tolerated by the patient. Patients don't even know. We usually even tell them, hey, honey, this is just anesthesia coming. And they, they kind of prepare themselves for something that's extraordinary going to happen right now. But nothing <laughs> happens. And before you know it, the procedure is finished. We we're right away showing the results to the patient we're making pictures, videos and show to the patients, which many times result in some tearing because the body image really transformed in front of your eyes.
4: So
7: yeah.
5: let me ask you
4: this what what is a double BBL like do you get like a, a double booty or like what like what the hell is that
5: double booty? Yeah. That's new. We have to work on that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 there's still a one booty. Yeah. <laughs> still one booty, but the point is we're adding way more area and position fat in such a way that we include the outer thigh area because you have to remember. Also, to
4: basically make the legs match.
5: In, in, in our world, it's all about magic S-curve. The S-curve right. goes from the sides, S-curve from going from your back area. So it, in different way you position the body, you want to see that. Pronounced S curve. That's, that's the whole point of it. The double BBL really enhances the result of a regular BBL by adding fat on a certain different area to support the butt, to lift it more, to make a, well, like we say a lateral, which is basically outer thigh and going to mid thigh areas to enhance S curve all around the butt. That's, that's what the double BBL is.
6: Also double BBL, just meaning we're transferring to the butt and the hips. And so, usually, a BBL okay. just is meaning transfer to the butt. And so, when we say a double BBL, we're doing the butt, the butt, and the hips as at well. the same time, mm-hmm.
4: basically. Yep. So it's not like a booty and a half. And mm-hmm. No. no. Like uh,
2: yeah. Okay. I'll just okay. create not curves.
4: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Creating the curve. Yep.
2: So, what you think? What you think? Um, in your opinion, when you, from your patient, before and after, when you do when you do a um, person, after you do
5: a person, what you think changed within that person? Well. You will see if we do the before and afters and we show the before and afters, you will see basically tremendous, and I'm not joking, it's tremendous transformation. You have the area that's called love handles, and that's what you've been asking. Most of us suffer from that. I mean, we have a love handles. I mean, obviously, cosmetically suffer. And those love handles is a very unwanted areas for almost everybody. Mm-hmm. That's a flank fat. By removing the flank and at the same time transferring below in the butt and in the hip area, It's completely transformed upside down the S-curve because the S-curve before was actually a flank and the butt actually started way higher. So what we want to put the butt image on the correct position at the same time enhance the torso areas. So when you look at it, from behind or from the uh, side perspective, you will see a dramatic change in the curve. Well, I'm saying, what you think it
2: do for the um, like mental like confidence and shit, what you, can you see the difference like in a patient
5: from when you met many them? Many times I've been doing this for years and many times I see those people, many times crying on the table when seeing the results because technically it's a dramatic transformation for most of them. And uh, right on the table, they can appreciate what just happened. They never saw this before. They know their body very well. So it's immediate, you know, gratification for the patient.
4: So I have um, like a two-part question, kind of like a before and after surgery. I have a couple of those, but my first one is before people get, these surgeries and these procedures done—is it necessary to get like blood work and/or a medical clearance? That's oh,
5: right. absolutely. I mean, we are, we are very strict That's with those terms because um, patients come to the office we wanted uh, the BBL done, wanted the body transformation, and we want to make sure the procedure is safe for them. So right. we—it's a strict. A protocol in our office, every patient that getting any procedure at our office at goals, uh, require medical clearance from their doctor and the laboratory work. Only after our review, me, myself, and uh, we have other doctors working for us, mm-hmm. reviewing all these results, the patient only can get medical clearance from us also as a second stage to get for the procedure.
4: So it's like a two-step verification? It's kind of, kind of two-step of?
5: verification because okay. they doctors. Many times the doctors send us Um, clearance but we don't accept it too so it's not only about those doctors it's all also from our perspective because we know our procedure well and uh many times we, we we're not doing the procedure for the person for the medical reasons yes
4: okay cool and then after after you get certain procedures done i know like i've seen like i have friends of mine that have gotten like you know like the bb the butt thing and the liposuction and all that kind of stuff. What are those garments called that you have to wear?
5: It's called the Fahol compression garments. Okay. It's a uh, extreme necessity to put it right after the procedure compression okay. because, like I tell patients, when we liposuction the area under the skin, the, that become empty territory. We, we liposuction like mm-hmm. 85%, 90% of fat out. So between the skin and the muscle, literally, there is kind of nothing. But we all know that, you know, empty is never empty. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the magic liquid, which called the demo, swelling, will start right. substituting in those areas of the tissues that were removed. So what's going to happen? That's all too much liquid starts accumulating. That is a magic liquid. It promotes healing. The body doesn't do so things. The body is promoting the healing after our, right. what we did. So we need that. However, the amount of liquid should be minimized. And that's what the faha and compression garment for. That's why we do. Uh,
4: it's called a faha.
5: Yeah, in our okay. office it's called a faja or compression garment, as you can say it. So it's meant to compress those areas to desired shape from one perspective to minimize that liquid inside okay. to the minimum and to decrease that you know the area that we've been working on. Uh, the patient must wear the faja about five six months, and they go through stages. And this faja should be for the most part of the day we have worn there, mm-hmm. and that will ultimately result much better
7: I'm very jealous <laughs> of your generation yeah. that didn't have to deal with Instagram so and that. Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Who are some of the like notable names that of people you've worked on? I don't know if there's like reality stars, athletes, rappers, or... Anything,
5: anybody, or is anybody. Is something that we you guys remember. can discuss, or uh, this is a HIPAA, HIPAA. Okay. kind of? Okay, I, I can bring multiple. Okay, name uh, people on our Instagram knows about all of them because they right. all become a brand ambassadors or influencer, and we they, we presenting the work to them and during procedures. Right. However, without it, we have a HIPAA violation law here, so I cannot kind of. Okay. We and the,
4: tell everybody what's the Instagram so that they can go and talk about it.
5: So our Instagram is Ghost Plastic Surgery. At Ghost Plastic Surgery. And you can always visit us on Instagram, and we're glad to accept you as a follower. What's your your background? What made you want to be this type of um, surgeon? Well, that's a long story, but to make it short, um, I always loved the cosmetic world. It was my motor during my years when I graduated from medical school. I wanted... Um, I've been I've become an emergency room physician and spent there eight years in Emmerichs Hospital. You saw it all on TV uh, during COVID times. It's been on New York TV every day. It's one of the busiest hospitals in New York. I spent there eight years working in, as an emergency room physician, but my inspiration and always wanted to work in a cosmetic field. And I started slowly but surely working in a cosmetic field. I've been doing all kind of fine injectables and uh, transforming patients' faces, and we start doing even. At one point, a laser liposuction. And from that moment, it was it was just, a, I, I just found myself right there because now I couldn't transform not just the faces and become basically a total body transformation. I can do faces, I can do the, and patient patients basically appreciate that. And we do it all in one place under one roof. Is that where, is that where the most money at? no? You know the money right now, I don't know where's the most money right now. But, I'm saying in, in but ser- certainly cosmetics, certainly cosmetics produce some, yeah. Some it's bit. a
4: booming business, <laughs> yeah. I'm
5: saying <laughs> out, out, of all, business, out of all the like surgeries. all
4: different types of surgeries, yeah. yeah,
5: yeah, all different types, and we do plenty of surgeries. We do. Besides the liposuction, we do breast implants, we do tummy tucks, we do full array of um, plastic surgery procedures and cosmetic procedures.
6: Aesthetic and you got yeah, that's what I was about to say. You guys mm-hmm. offer yeah. a lot of aesthetic procedures, correct? Yeah. Chemical peels, which is the Voskin peel, um, wood therapy. We have M-sculpt. Um, M-sculpt
5: is laser ta- hair removal. Um,
6: you guys do the 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 um
4: the. Vagina tightening, too, oh,
5: right? Yeah, yes. we do VATIVA, we do vagina tightening, yes. Oh, okay. What you got go <laughs> <what? laughs> <We laughs> go to well, go inside. Well, yeah. How you tightening up? <laughs> don't ask for before and afters, please.
2: How do you <laughs> tighten up?
5: <laughs> how do you tighten up? Well, what's it's, the it's a special radio frequency device that uh, produce amount of energy that basically tightens up um, the inner wall of the vagina after several <laughs> sessions of the <laughs> procedure. That's yeah, because they're they going,
2: they going to get their body done and that pussy still loose to <the> hell. Bleaching,
6: <laughs> intimate So do
2: y'all, do y'all push that? Y'all should push that off on them like, you should get
3: your shit tightened too.
6: <laughs> it should be that a combo. That shit they're packaged in. <laughs> loose
3: it tight to, right? <laughs> <laughs> so are there any... Are there any so
5: um, and some dirty,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are there any like uh, procedure like that or other ones? Are there any potential side effects or people anything that any any shit that people should be aware of? Like, hey, if oh, you do this, course. this and could um, happen.
5: Uh, well, our audience probably been reading a lot of on the market, there are a lot of Instagram on internet. It is a surgical world at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it is a beauty procedure, but mm-hmm. we have to treat it seriously. It is a surgical, and that's. In our case, it's one of the beauty of the flex scalp, because procedures done on the local anesthesia. Mm. It, I'm going to just give you a quick example. Under general anesthesia, the body becomes completely flaccid, mm. meaning there is no response from the patient whatsoever. Once the patient has become unresponsive, and that's the intent of anesthesia, actually, um, all the body tissues become flat and the muscles are not responding. Mm-hmm. So in our world, the muscles are all there, so, for us, puncture somebody or to do certain bad things to the body, it's almost impossible because we always have a feedback on a patient's side because patient is awake. So, if I'll go to a wrong area, patient will definitely tell me that, mm-hmm. right? And that's a beauty of local of anesthesia, and that's a beauty of the flex call.
4: And I got a better understanding of it, actually, because I was able to visit the facility and actually like see one of the procedures getting done because I've always been like curious about it and like wanted to know mm-hmm. because I have lots of friends that have done like several things or whatever but I mm-hmm. just never knew the specifics of it and um, we'll we'll get to that like mm-hmm. what I saw and all of that stuff but it was it was extremely interesting
6: it was very interesting do I do want to add that the patients are completely relaxed though so we do give a combination of medications as well as nitrous and so the patients Absolutely. on top of the local okay. anesthesia so if you think nitrous about Nitrous is it. like laughing gas
5: yes, right? exactly. like laughing gas sometimes the procedure actually become a little bit funny because they, so yes like, patients <laughs> will be laughing and the patient's Absolutely. actually laughing and i've been saying you laugh your yes. way through the procedure you know that's yeah mm-hmm. what's a, the best ways like for the scars like no we don't really have a scars this is not a liposuction if we're talking about it is not real it really surgery it's a surgical procedure and we do like four five millimeter holes in the body that's minimally so what invasive it's what minimal well, tummy Tum-tum tuck is a cut. wide, big cut that's supposed to be done, uh, for every patient entering the tummy tuck because you have to remove the flap of skin that's extra skin. And the skin is, doesn't have any more power to your truck. So it doesn't go anywhere. It's already hanging. And it's the only way, and I've been, <laughs> I've been basically saying, you know, you have to take, it's like a tailor. You have to look at it as a tailor. You know, you have to do custom alteration. Because you're wearing, like, say, double extra large skin on a large size body. So what you're going to do with all this extra skin, yeah, you have to trim it. Yeah. And we, that's what's the tummy tuck
6: We do have something in between that's a little less invasive. We do J-plasma as well. And so if you what's don't that? actually need the full skin cut, say, you just might have a little yeah, bit of loose there are certain
5: patients just have a little bit of a skin looseness. And certainly we use a J-plasma during procedure for skin tightening. And that works many times a miracle because the skin become, over course of a couple months after procedure, really, really tightens up with that. And it's very easy tolerable tolerate because patients are already under anesthesia. It doesn't even hurt. They don't even know that I'm doing that procedure. So, look,
4: this is what I want to know. How do you and, like, the other doctors in your practice, what am I trying to say, deal with the patients that you have with unrealistic expectations?
5: That's a common problem for every practice in the cosmetic world. Um, First of all, we obviously have a massive explanation. Of exactly what the procedure will be pre-procedure, formed, pre-procedure, okay. how the procedure would be performed, and what the patient can might can have and cannot. Again, the procedure is tailored to the patient's needs from one perspective, but there is certain limitation to what we can do. Okay. So we have, let's say, a child three kids, and the lower side has have a lot of stretch marks and uh, it's already hanging, which is normal. I mean, seventy percent of women suffer that. We still can do liposuction and BBL, but we tell the patient obviously. Hey, there is a lower part there that the skin is not really anymore retracting. We have to follow that and do at least a mini time attack or full time attack later on to complete the image.
4: And then I was looking online also like, um, isn't there like a certain amount... Or a certain number of liters of fat that you can take out. Well, yeah, New geor- like I
5: mean, um, Georgia law is a four liters of pure fat, okay. They, and it's a large amount. To let me tell you, this is a large amount of fat. I mean, in New York it's like five liters. Georgia is four liters, but uh, this is a large amount can be taken during one procedure. If uh, we're going to show all these buckets of fat. You, you would be amazed how, how much it is. And you don't okay. measure fat by liters. Liters means not weight. Liters mean volume, meaning it's what it takes as a size-wise on a body, not what's on a weight scale. So you don't treat it as four liters or four kilograms or eight pounds of fat. Don't look at it that way. It's this amount of fat is very lightweight, but it occupies a lot of volume. So the body image is really a volume problem, not really weight. Of it.
4: And then I know like... I was because before we interview you guys, I've been like doing some some of my own little research online. It's a lot of people that going back to the unrealistic expectations that want to get everything done at one time. So how do you deal with the people that want to get everything done at one time, but that don't understand like they could really hurt themselves by doing that.
5: And that's what our role is, is to give them a full explanation so to understand. We're there to care for them, right. and not just to ch- come and be a chop shop and do the procedure, whatever they desire. We also have to make sure that if the patient doesn't understand that the procedure is on the safety level and also comfortable to the patient. Right. So the the huge mommy makeovers that have been done over six, seven hours under general anesthesia, you have to understand the longer the anesthesia, general anesthesia specifically the the more complication, the chance of complication after procedure. So maybe the, there is only one word here convenience. There is nothing else. So right. when you don't, you try to make it elective, regular procedure safe, not just like come and do everything at one time. You don't need to right. do that. So we try to explain that to the patient. Oh, many times, patients appreciate that. What, what makes, what makes um, a procedure risky? Well, the procedure risky like in every surgical world. Doesn't matter. It's it's a technique. Is the person have to know and be comfortable doing the procedure. Uh, If we're talking about surgery. No, I'm saying
2: like, like what makes it
5: risky from, from like a patient. Oh, obviously if you have a cardiac conditions or you have seizure disorder, epilepsy. Or like blood
4: clots. Yeah, blood clots. I
5: mean, we we choose not to perform those procedures. There's certain people of them can be still maybe done somewhere in the hospital, but it's risky for them. And we give them full explanation why and why we're not doing this procedure. Because technically there is nothing more precious than your life. Right. And you don't want to risk your life for the butt, right? So, mm-hmm. I, I would will. say so. <laughs>
3: they will, right? Yeah. <laughs> in pre-procedures in pre or post-procedures, do y'all also, like, tell people that they should do other shit? Like, you should work out to keep this up? Or and change your diet? Change or?
5: your diet, because... It's exactly, it's it's a little bit different because we, post procedures, they have to actually maintain their weight mm-hmm. or sometimes even to gain five, six pounds up. Remember, we're doing BBLs mm-hmm. and it's made out of fat. So the areas that we trust, we don't want to lose that fat. We don't want to diet it. And uh, that's exactly what's a FlexCouple. I never thought about it. Like the the design is designed. Yeah. is a cheating procedure. We do your diet for you. I'm mm. basically going to in a two hours take all this fat for the body. That's what you want to diet for. Mm. So we're already going to improve your body, but we're also adding the fat to the buttocks and that fat have to be sustained and stay there. So you have mm. to actually gain those areas that we did on your body and remove those 80, 90% of fat will not really come back mm. because if it isn't be stay within your weight 10, 15 pounds plus minus this, this procedure result will stay. It will not go anywhere. Mm.
4: Okay, so my next question is, if I was thinking about, like, becoming a mom or thinking about getting pregnant or whatever, in your opinion, would you suggest surgery before the pregnancy or after? Well,
5: definitely after, because um, especially if you're already coming and you planning to have a baby, obviously you're not coming to the plastic world before right. that. So we have to wait... Uh, until the childbirth, and we usually advise six months after childbirth to give that a we chance can to settle examine you first, right. want your uterus to go back to where it belongs, want your belly to retract and, and we'll see the collateral damage that the pregnancy brought. So know? what you do as a person who ain't got, got no fat to transfer but they want to ask, what you do? Well, we basically don't do the procedure. No, we can't. Nobody can in the United States. Uh, it's illegal. There is no, and many people do suffer from that. And we've been forced to remove and suction their buttocks and suction those materials out of the butts. Uh, because technically speaking, this is a foreign substance that gets injected. And many times it's injected in some basements or some houses. And this is not supposed to be done. Okay, in this country is illegal, so obviously we're not doing it. Hmm. This is, and they, it's it can be major complications for the patients.
6: We do perform skinny BBLs though. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so, with a smaller the patient, that's going to be small results because you're trying I tiny, mean, there are other substances that mammals. we
5: can also give to the patients for easy improvement from previous BBL or people who does not really have fat. We can do sculpture for them, we do um, spider butt lift, we have other procedures in a way there to it uh, you know, to do give a little volume. So with sculpture you ain't gotta add nothing, you just take anyway, them, advise and make them to, what it is. And anyway, we advise them to gain some weight mm. too. Oh mm. so mm. somebody coming out too
2: skinny you be like, just eat for a couple of months and come back.
5: Yeah, and we even tell them what the what the <laughs> diet supposed to be and uh, what the calorie intake supposed to be, what they have to do, and uh, we even tell them you have to be re-examined two three months once you gain certain amount of weight and see because it's supposed to be certain amount of fat that makes feasible to do the procedure. We don't lie to patients. I mean, we usually tell them. I usually tell the patient, listen, there is no fat right now in your body to transfer, mm-hmm. but I can help you and guide you how to do this. You can go home. We go. We're gonna stay together. You're gonna gain some weight. Come. We're gonna look. At and the first sign that I can do the procedure, and make it, we're gonna make it.
3: Now, I got a real question, man. Uh, how did you develop the stomach for it? Because a lot of people can't look at a lot of this shit.
5: Like oh, it's, just, it's, just, it's just naturally being a f- doctor, a physician. I okay, mean, we so get used
3: to this. Did it start like it didn't start like that though? Like you had to develop the oh, stomach it's, to it's, it. it's it's
4: like a resistance to that or like. Where you just naturally like
5: For us it's 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 a profession. Right. And this is basically a professional level procedure. Gotcha. For us, oh the surgery is just for architect doing architecture for engineering engineering. Mm. We're just doing surgeries. So we obviously not we're not even thinking about about it, it's it's absolutely normal. We're thinking about the quality of the procedure, what we have to cover, how we do it, comfort of the patients. That's what we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the blood or feeling disgusted by that. No, of course not. Mm-hmm.
4: So look, I have a question. Another question. I'm it's sorry. It's a human
5: tissue. You have to respect it. Right, for sure. For sure. <laughs> like
4: I'm sorry about all the questions or whatever, but I, it's just a lot of shit. I want to know about this. So I know that we were talking about like earlier previously, like the male um, BBLs and stuff like that, but. Um, do you guys have any procedures that you perform on, like, transgender people?
5: Absolutely. And, again, we're going back that everybody is different. Oh, now, it's nicety or sex is all different. Right, right. So, for, let's say, male-male procedure is supposed to be tailored for particular buttock shape. It's not supposed to be overdone. Uh, there's certain body image that that says this is a male and this is a female and we have to go with that. Right. Okay? For transgenders, obviously, we we'll go with what's desired by the patient. Mm-hmm. The okay. patient have to tell me what the patient want and we have to deliver that result. Okay. Okay? I don't usually... Are I there any,
4: like, specific procedures, like, outside of the BBLs or anything that... Would be, I guess, customary for a transgender person to get to make them look more like the opposite sex, or certainly
5: there is a breast implant Mm -hmm. for them. I mean, we're not talking about sex reassignment surgery here because, but how do do you how do
4: you give like a a man or a person that wants to be a woman, like that has like just a flat chest with like flat skin? How do you get well? You can do the fat
5: transfer to the chest too, you can add. A fat in their area. Again, breast is made out of fat. Okay, and so you it, can
4: really just basically take the butt off and like make. Yeah, the boobs, and you
5: can do several take procedures the stomach, make it the boob. and piece by piece oh. transfer it there. Yes, and you can increase the breast size.
4: Oh wow! Absolutely, that's that's. And really later interesting. on, once you
5: can build the breast site, you can even put a smaller implants to create a real, uh, you know, appearance of the breast.
4: Oh. What and it's all <laughs> can be done. Under, <laughs> and it's all can be done under under under
5: local anesthesia with no. Okay. Problems.
4: Okay. Cool. Mm. That's like that's that's crazy. It's I never knew that. I, like I always used to. I've seen I've seen like you know transgender people that have guys that have gotten like breasts that kind of look really good. But I've always wondered like how they. That flat skin is able to stretch out and like make those things like that. like...
5: And we have one of our doctors who I did his procedure, mm-hmm. a life. We did a life procedure and. Did uh, went on life? Yeah, well, he went life. We went life. No, not life.
4: To- not Ugh. not live not live he said on live oh yeah.
5: on live yeah. oh i'm about to say yeah yeah uh yeah, we, we showed level. the doctor and we showed that procedure for the doctor and um, you know in the, we were talking during procedure and it was right. doing his flanks lip suction
8: i'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for god to give you your next step and you don't know what it is yet
3: So, banker Bank asked this question before we got on there. Like, again, repeat,
5: how many procedures have you said you've done? Me personally, probably in excess of 7,000 procedures. At goals, we did probably over 25,000 procedures. And uh, yeah. out of that, BBLs mm. and liposuctions, probably 24,000 mm. procedures. So, about 97%. 97%, yeah. Damn. Mm. So, yeah, we've been a, a body. Body specialist for years and BBL specialist for years.
3: Mm.
5: So well. BBLs
2: when it started out, y'all have been kind of slow. <laughs> <laughs> and <the> BBL. <laughs> <laughs> BBL got shit popping, huh? BBLs, yes. Well, it's popping exactly.
5: Yeah. exactly yeah.
3: <laughs> and
2: we
5: make it popping.
2: You know, <laughs> <real. Shit>.
5: Yes.
2: <laughs> I seen
5: some of your work though, cause I check your page out. You fire, bro yeah and we try not to everybody is also different everybody is looking at it that doesn't have a personality it does have a lot of personality so mm-hmm. the bot image on every person is a little bit different mm-hmm. You know, right. and that's what also gets tailored to the patient I mean if you are 6 foot tall you cannot have a bot that's very low so we try to rise it in, in a contrast to the patient who has a very short stature we have to position the bot correctly and it. actually increase the the size of the body, I mean, they are told how tall she is, because we actually can can take that, because by putting the butt a little bit lower, you're going to add a couple of inches to your height.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. we just said that. You can't take a Toyota Corolla frame and stretch it out and make it a Chevy Tahoe, mm-hmm. and you can't take the Chevy Tahoe frame and mm-hmm. shave it down and make it a Toyota Corolla. Mm-hmm.
5: That don't ask for (laughs) a (laughs) job.
4: If you so 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 y'all are helping
3: people achieve their body goals, but as a company, as as a collective, what are some of y'all goals? Like, where are y'all trying to take it?
5: Well, that's, that's why we want to take it. Right now, the company is all across the Eastern seaboard. We have our presence in New York as a start. We came to Atlanta and been extremely happy about it. And we're about to open another
4: flagship clinic. Yes. We're going to try
5: to open another flagship clinic coming in a couple of months and uh, stay tuned. It's going to be there soon. We're opening in DMV one clinic, probably in a month. It's going to be already operational. Uh, in Maryland and Washington DC and Miami is hot Miami. and coming right now. Oh wow. So who your direct competitor? You ain't gotta tell me how you tell me I action. That's confidential. <laughs> yeah that was <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> My you. direct competitor today is my wife. That's my direct competitor. Is your wife?
4: <laughs> yeah. Why yes. she don't
2: wanna get on camera. Why she don't uh, like to get camera? We'll, st- we'll stay confident that's my
5: gosh
4: he's <laughs> yes. running shit in the background yeah so what are y'all doing some
3: fun shit like just culturally like do y'all do y'all listen to hip hop and rap and shit or do y'all what do y'all do to tell us a little bit what uh, y'all do to kick it what while y'all
5: doing the procedure I am mostly hip hop listen to the hip hop because that's what the patient desires they want to hear these right. 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 procedures they want to hear some little baby you know, yeah, yeah. we artists.
4: Artists. artists some pooch
5: some getting cut off but so, me, myself, I would listen to the radio or something like that. I just, just like that. And, and it actually helps the procedure, and it, it's kind of going there, you <laughs> know, so the wizard moves, up. it keeps All up right. beat with the procedure. <laughs> but we, we, we ask patients what they want to hear, so I follow mm. the patient wishes. Mm. You know. Oh, you ain't even paying no attention to you. You, you, you focus on your job. Uh, well, of course we focus on job, but again, in during our procedures, the patient is awake and we're not just focusing on the job and doing our technical procedure. There is awake and a live patient on a bed that talking to us. So we basically have uh, maintaining the full communication with the patient talking uh, during procedure, you know, any subjects, whatever the patient likes to. We're trying to make it comfortable, you know. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to make it a, S- you came here for surgery and we're going to do your surgery right now, so lay down on the table. We're not doing those things. So the patient invited to the room, we put it on, we do a marking, we discuss the procedure right before the procedure. Mm-hmm. We put in we started administering the anesthesia it takes literally 10-15 minutes for anesthesia to work and the patient just feel a little bit of pressure maybe during anesthesia nothing much we live patient with a with a nurse in the room and 10-15 minutes later we're starting the procedure and you feel mostly vibration during procedures that's why what I'm saying goes is the patient is so comfortable they have they listen to the music and they have uh, time to talk to us mm. Many times they talk about the lives, they talk about the families and business and all kinds of things. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's quite interesting. You Wh- can maintain a bonding with a patient during the whole procedure. Mm-hmm. Which uh, which one do they come as for the most, like?
4: Like, what's the most popular celebrity that inspires? the looks that the different girls oh, want
5: probably well obviously everybody is saying kardashian right now i mean kardashian is one of yeah. them and probably that's the main state there uh for that image um Well, jada, have they been they lately there too yes
4: jada. yes Oh,
2: they coming and saying they want their jada absolutely
4: Well, no no, no they, they
5: coming and saying out jada. i want this but they come show you the picture yeah, they show the pictures. Oh, and that's 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 another thing. That ate a they show the pictures of all kind of celebrities, all a kind of Instagram pages and it's our job actually to explain how the procedure for her body is going to be there and what we're going to do for her. And again, we're trying to improve self-image of that person. We're mm. not trying to make a Cardi B out of somebody, mm. and certainly not Kardashian out of somebody. It's going to be that person with way improved body. With well, a new one it. improved because yeah, exactly if you're already
2: born with that little s. You you really ain't going already in the right direction. I mean, you don't
5: want a plastic surgery of the face that you need to, to change your passport after, right? Yeah. You want a plastic surgery that still keep you as you, oh, with yeah. a much better. Yeah. Much better perception, much better image of it. But well, you, know, you, so you built wrong? Like your body just fucked
2: up. Really? What you, like how you? What you do? <laughs> 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 well, I'm just being 100. If your body no, just real. fucked up, like,
5: yeah, yeah. then sorry. Sorry. <laughs> then we still have to approach the patient, and we still explain what we can do, and um, obviously try, <laughs> still try to do so, the so procedure. So you ever got? Hold it, it, my vest, really? You ever got somebody get up on the table and be like, man, this ain't what I asked for. Oh, there are a lot of stories that we have, of course. Give us one. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes <laughs> the patient get out of the table. I cannot tolerate this. I didn't, I didn't, want to do that. And again, it's really sometimes it's sometimes we deal with people. It's a people business, you know. But most, in ninety nine percent of cases, this is very easy and tolerable procedure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we deal with people. People are people. People being humans, you know. That shit
4: happens. Have shit you ever happens.
5: did a procedure and you looked at it like I fucked that up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not really. Not really, but i always been honest to the patients. There are certain areas sometimes, let's say in my vision and I did a procedure and something can be changed there. I was changing it before. But the point is our procedures already have such a strict protocol and it's basically every doctor participating is doing exactly the same procedure yeah, Yeah. and exactly in the same protocol of the FlexCol.
4: So let me ask you this. Okay, I asked you about the patients that have unrealistic expectations, but how do you deal with patients post-op that complain about their results, but they didn't do what was needed to maintain themselves after surgery that basically made them not look how they wanted to
5: look? Well, you certainly have to take time explaining that. You're bringing before and after pictures and showing what should mm-hmm. be before. We'll weight the patient. If you stay within your weight, plus, minus two, three pounds, there will be absolutely no changes. But if you gain 20, 30 pounds after procedure in the liposuction area, yeah, that's a significant amount. And it might change not just that area, yeah. but the areas that you didn't do the liposuction. And it's actually will change the body image. So, but it's, yeah, it's hard work. You have to sometimes deal with the unhappy patients and the patients who are unrealistically with the expectations, even though before we address all this, yeah, we still have to approach. Our job is nicely approach the patient and explain all these pros and cons. Many times the patient has to go for a round two for the procedure. Later on, if they gain tons of weight and they really change, well, you know, they we need to do a second round sometimes. And many patients sometimes benefit of a second round because you can collect more fat and actually add on to the pot. Why not? Hmm.
6: follow up is very important. So follow I tell the surgery. patients that we do half the procedure for you today, but the second half is going to be how you maintain it when you get home. So we have certain instructions. You don't put any pressure on your butt or hips, um, your diet. Clearly, um, we have uh, lymphatic drainages, massages, as well as the faha. Okay. So and, and it's a requirement
5: that goes. Yeah,
6: it gives you okay, your, okay, maximum, so me, your maximum results.
4: Let me ask you this about the lymphatic drainages, right? So. The lymphatic drainage, from my understanding and from my uh, YouTube tutorial, is when after surgery, like the fluids and stuff were draining out. But the fluids that are draining out are actually the fluids that were put in to
6: kind of help numb what was going on, right? Yeah. So I think we have a combination of two things. So we have our local anesthesia, which is what gets the patient numb. And so we fill the patient up with this local but there has to be somewhere for this local to go post-operatively. So after the procedure, uh-huh. a lot of it comes out during the procedure, during the liposuction. But there is going to be a lot that's still remaining after, and then as well as just your normal body processes. Tubes, that don't them tubes. that's draining. So we keep patients anybody. open.
5: We don't have nothing. Yeah. Uh, There's no tubes, we don't even stitch those incisions during local. We don't even need to stitch them uh, because we need them actually open to drain. We want to remove that liquid. That's what right, those drain tubes. No, need we don't, they put don't the use, Because That's we for tummy tucks and the bigger procedures.
6: For the li- yeah. for the liposuction and with BBL,
5: to, we- to clarify, oh, okay. to qualify that we we clarify, we have we put a liquid or anesthesia in the body, which is basically gone within 24, 48 hours of mm-hmm. the body. Later on, because of the surgery was performed in that area, the body produced edema swelling. That's what's natural thing is. It's How so- long does it take for the swelling to completely go down? Uh, about I would say from three to six months, it will be completely out. But six your months? body. Three yeah. to yes. six months of yeah. liquid will this well, because it's a healing process. Yeah. So you have to be a little bit patient with the healing process, but result cosmetic wise, you will see tremendous results kind of even on uh, looking as a final about two, three months. But the body even beyond that will be continuing healing. And what's needed is the skin will retract because it's not just the liquid goes away. The skin will accept a new position and a new desired shape with the help of and a and compression garment. All this necessary to sculpt the body. Oh, and okay. that's what we do. We do body
3: sculpting.
4: Mm-hmm. That's bad.
2: So what, what's the what's the um like when you say when well, y'all were saying sculpturing, right?
5: What's that procedure like? How long is it? Oh well, it's about two hour procedure more or less. Oh uh, depending on the patient's amount of fat, situation, height, weight. What that come with what that is like um lipo, a lot of lipo. Uh, the patient will see how the fat is uh, basically leaving their body. I'm saying like, what's the sculpting procedure? Like? The sculpting procedure, well, it starts with a marking process, which is also unique. And we develop certain marking and the positioning of the holes. So, and the marking is different from individual to individual, which is, that's what we're doing for sculpting. So, to sculpt the body, yes, we have to perform the same procedure technically, but again, we're going back to the same question, everybody is different. So, we have to sculpt the body according to what this particular body needs. And sculpting means, again, creating all this curve and positioning and knowing the anatomy of the patient and positioning in desired shape. Can you get a sculpture without, without doing the BBL? You can do it just a liposuction and do the liposculpture. Yeah, that's uh, what I'll ask. Yeah, so yeah. you can just sculpt the body. BBL is an additional fat that the patient desires. So if the patient desires that we want a bigger butt or restore my butt volume, we certainly that's what BBL designed for. Um, well, li- you want to just come take it out and sculpt yeah, you your Yeah, flex shit? sculpt and liposuction part is basically for the, to remove the fat from undesired areas and to sculpt those areas even without the BBL. Okay. Okay.
4: Cool.
5: Any questions? Well, Very
3: inform- no, informative. Very informative. <laughs> I learned a lot. I'm sure the I people feel like I I'm doing a
5: consultation right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> now, We want to get in your business, man. We want to know your back, what your life is, what you do when you're not doing procedures. I'm doing BBLs. No, I'm
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so let me ask you this: because this is, is something doing. that that I ask everybody that comes here or whatever. Like, as far as like a bucket list, what's on your bucket list? And I want you to, like, just kind of talk about a little bit, like, somewhere that you want to travel that you've never been, something that, like, outlandish that you want to eat that you've never eaten, like, anything it's like that. It's very hard that. to
5: like, make a reservation in Atlanta, honestly, saying. <laughs> 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 uh, so what? Dinner so it's hard to make a dinner
4: reservation in Atlanta. You
5: need more restaurants here. Mm. So, but, yes, I love, I love cooking. And that was my passion. What do you cook? Uh, mostly, I mean, we coming from Russia. I'm, I'm uh, born in Russia in a southern parts in Azerbaijan, which is basically like a Turkish cuisine, Middle Eastern cuisine. And okay, that, okay. That's what I've been my passion. If I wouldn't be a plastic surgeon or yeah, surgeon a favorite wine? here I would probably yeah go and do the go be cooking all day long.
4: You got a favorite wine?
5: Favorite wine, probably from red wines is Malbec, Sauvignon Blancs from. Uh, Um, mostly New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc.
4: High five, guys! Yeah.
5: Yeah.
4: (laughs) Okay. And what about um? But I love old fashioned,
5: so I'm in the right place here in Atlanta. Yes, yes. (laughs) And what
4: about a place that you've never been that you want to go?
5: For me personally, my dream was to go to Amazon River.
4: Oh. That
5: was my personal dream was always.
4: So, do you like wildlife and rainforest and stuff
5: like that? No, it's just a childhood dream and. Well, okay. I just okay. I just I just wanted to see it and that's we've like been you. traveling all over the world and I, I love traveling we've been everywhere in Europe and France and Germany and every, everywhere I mean you name it okay but um, yeah that's what that's what my goal probably since tra- travel I can dig that
3: so my, my final question is would, would would either of you two get a Procedure, and if y'all would get some type of procedure, who would what y'all would trust to do the procedure? Obviously, you would say
6: Dr. V only, okay. I would say Nicole. No, yeah. it's okay.
3: <laughs> have you ever gotten any procedures? Thought about
5: procedures where the patient asked me some of those, Did you do that procedure to yourself? I said, What? Well, I'm crazy, <laughs> 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 no, okay. but I'm joking, of course. <laughs> I mean, uh, I would trust all my doctors to do the procedure again. We developed a unique protocol, and that protocol is enforced on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, every doctor gets a quality control and check um all our doctors doing literally the same type of procedure with the same vision and it's a goals vision
6: to the goal standard always all the doctors yeah so we can <laughs> you you might be assigned dr atl because all of our doctors are going to do it to dr Voskin's standard he's trained all of them individually mm. and so the same technique is used by all the doctors mm. okay
3: okay that's what it is I hope a lot of people Got a lot of uh, I I Information lot. From, from this I, I definitely learned A lot. lot of shit I did too this, it, You know what I'm saying uh, A lot of good shit
4: What about you yeah, babe what, what you learned I'm <laughs> trying to see What <laughs> these got going
5: on I, <laughs> I bet I bet going, move. I bet He's going to have A consultation with just not going to go <laughs> yeah, yeah
4: Yeah We're going to do that Off the record Like <laughs> Because he
5: asked So many questions About BBL I, I know where he's I <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs>
3: No BBS No names <laughs> <man>. No names Hippo hippo
2: hippo Yeah Right You're like some mobsters man I'm trying to see what's going on
3: with that other thing We'll come back to that man Yeah, right. yeah. What did say?
8: Part two Thanks <laughs> nice having me Part two Thank you I appreciate and it a Big
3: girl. shouts out to those so well. Plastic Surgery pleasure. For blessing us with their time Dr. You know what v I'm
4: Nicole Everybody
3: Absolutely it. Y'all so. tap in if y'all need that work W.bigFactspod.com. Yeah. Salute You're listening to Big Facts Big Bank and DJ Scream. F-f-f- follow Big Facts on social media at Big Facts Pie.